Hey everybody and welcome back to the live stream. Today we're going to be talking about the path forward and uh, the new James Bond film and the awesome cars that you can see in that movie. So it's going to be a good one. We'll be right back after the intro. Hey everybody and welcome back. This is Carside Chat and this is your host uh, Primo, which uh, I have this new cool little logo area in here that I'm going to be showing off. Hopefully that shows up. We got to work with some of the stuff here. I am really getting used to the new platform, but uh, this is the new showroom and everybody was wondering about, you know, what was the big deal with it? What was, you know, came out of it? This was something that we'd been working on for quite some time now. It actually started uh pretty much earlier in the year uh we wanted to do something that was a little bit better uh that really kind of identified with what we were doing uh as a group so the thing that i wanted to go over with this uh you know before we do that obviously like and subscribe hit that bell icon just looked at that today 96 percent of you guys out there are not subscribed to this i thought that was kind of amazing uh but yeah so what i wanted to do was first is kind of go into that um I, and i may actually talk about this a little bit more a lot of people like discussing this stuff and i i kind of I don't, I don't get too much into the craziness of it all like just the the I don't want to whine. I don't want to complain. I don't like doing any of that stuff. You, just, you have to realize that this is the kind of industry where you get a lot of people who talk uh, big games. They want to be involved in something. You get something like, um, you know, Facebook or YouTube or anything like that. And people get attached to some successful things and they, they want to be part of that success, but they don't want to put in any work. Um, so yeah, so what we wanted to do was, is I wanted to get something that was going to really go to the people who really supported me, um, and the people that I've supported, uh, and we built this awesome studio. It happened in January. I had a really, uh, had a cool guy that didn't have a lot of time to work on our website. I uh, gave people opportunities, uh, and some of that we can say some of those were mistakes and some of them weren't, but that was the thing is you're going to see some of these changes as we move over to, if you can see the new shirt with the society, the Executive Automotive Society, which is the new plan going on here. This is the of basically the Christian voyage of this. It's going to be something you, you guys out there want to see it on podcast. You're going to see it on a podcast format. It's going to be, there's going to be effectively some big changes there. So it, it is what it is. Uh, but that's the thing is, is why I got into this was really to promote an automotive community and a community that basically held together and see all the options and the things that I have really gleaned from this kind of thing that I'm doing here. It's been a long drawn out process and things have happened. It's probably God, 30, 40 years or something like that, that I've been doing with cars and started with when I was a kid, um, get, you know, working with my grandfather and working on his, uh, I think it was T model, uh, that was just something that was very defining for me. I wish I had spent, been able to spend a lot more time with him uh, and a lot more time in cars. I, that's the thing is, is you kind of look at that stuff and say, you know, if I go back and I change things, I might actually change things for the worse. So I don't want to complain about those things. And like I was saying before, you get into this and it's a learning experience. It's something that, I mean, we did this too, to kind of promote all you guys to be able to do things. And I'm seeing a lot of you guys go in, get into this and kind of grow and flourish and, you know, jump into it. Um, 
if some guys want to do this stuff themselves. That is, it is what it is. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. What I have a problem with is when people make promises they can't keep, and that's the thing is, is you get a lot of people with bluster here. But like I said, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to do any of that. We are just moving forward with what is now going to be. Uh, I guess you could say the death of aggressive design. I don't want to say it's dead because it's. I want to do more with the media side of it and do more with production and some of that stuff. I don't know if that's something that's going to be basically public or it'll be private. But this, I want to be the front-facing stuff, and that means we're going to be changing the logos. The website's almost done, hopefully. Um, I'm thinking we're kind of really in the final stretch of that. Uh, but, yeah, that's the way it is. And that's the thing is, at the end of the day, you know, I could bash people. I could question their actions. You know, I could... I could do a lot of stuff right now, but you know, that would just put me right back here succeeding without them. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to succeed without them. And, um, one news, I don't know if I can do it now. I, I keep getting new stuff that comes up. I want to do this once a week. At least we may do this more. I don't know. It'll be based on time and wherewithal. And, uh, if I, I have to offload some other stuff to basically be able to do what I'm doing now. So let's see how that works, but it is what it is. One thing I did want to go over, uh, in one of the later shows is the new Countach stuff, tons of stuff with this Lamborghini just spent 25,000 hours rebuilding the first ever Countach. If you don't have a chance to look it up, look it up. It's been amazing looking at the process of this, uh, you just be part of the Lamborghini thing. I just, it, the stuff that they're doing right now is really, I don't think we'll ever see this again for a, a ton of time. And I don't, I don't like people missing out on that. So that's a, that's a big deal. So yeah, if you have a chance to do that, yeah, keep up with it. But uh, today was as a sponsor, I have gold leaf soap. This is the artesian soap. This is the first one. This is a really cool soap. It is, it's custom design. It's got gold printing on it. Uh, you can see the gold leaf symbol on it. I'm really excited about this. I'm kind of like, let me try to get it as close as I can so you can see it. We're going to get something with a commercial with these guys to put it on, but I did want to get them out right now. Uh, it, it will be on the Executive Automotive Society's shop page, and we're going to have a post up for that. But if you have a chance to go to our Facebook page, Executive Automotive Society, uh, there actually has a link for that to be sold there. And uh, we have uh, something over, we posted something on Instagram too. So be, feel free to do that. We're also going to be, um, any of this stuff is going to be on all the different platforms. So I'm going to try, well, I'm going to try to do as much with the podcast side of it. So some of you guys out there, if I'm saying stuff that you don't see pictures of it, uh, yeah, like you said, go to the Facebook page. We'll have some of the links out there and those will be good. So we, I can see where this is going to go. I just really, a lot of the stuff we're doing this popping fresh today. So I'm kind of like weirded out by it, but that's the thing is, is you, I love, I'm very excited about the new moves, the, the stuff that's going on. We're going to, we already have the design made for new shirts, new everything. Uh, I want to make sure we go out to shows and, and really kind of get this stuff out to you guys. So you have an opportunity to see it. So I don't know. We, we got some stuff with commercials and junk that we're really working on, but I didn't want to wait anymore. I wanted October 1st to be like our first launch date. And here's the Monday and I'm not waiting anymore. I'm not waiting on anybody else. We're going to do this. We're getting big with it. Um, if you want to be part of it, then jump on board. If you don't want to be on part of it, get ready to get run over. So, <laughs> so the first thing we came out was no time to die. What an exciting time this could this film has been delayed over and over again tons of times and it was really weird like i don't know how to say i don't want to spoil anything because 
there's a lot to it that's very specific to the movie that like you said it's very cool but it's in the same respect you know what i mean uh but yeah it was this was kind of bon- we knew this was kind of daniel craig's you know day that he's gonna end it that was it we knew this is the last time he was gonna have this character and make his final run and a lot of people had questions about where this bond was going we saw a lot of stuff a lot of people used the word woke uh, I, that's the thing is, is if we, we guys are, we're fashion people. We're all about, uh, you know, designer stuff, making sure that we look right. Um, we like our watches. We like our suits. Uh, and Daniel Craig's bond, even though he's a more rustic version of it, really kind of epitomized that, that bond that had that killer look. He had the, you know, it was very straightforward to it. And then still kind of adhered to the old, style bond stuff but without some of the flash and the flair uh but yeah we that's the thing is is we see some of that got lost and when we heard things like you know this is the the me too generation bond i know a lot of people kind of got a little bit off on it i i kind of think of it as this is an aged and a road weary bond and we've gotten to the point of where he's no he's no longer himself because that this road has been so long and has taken so much out of him. And let's be honest, that shouldn't be too shocking for anybody that looked at the story from that aspect uh, and really just said, hey, you know, how, how does what does this mean? You know, what is this? Is the end of the, the Craig era, if you will. Uh, and that's the thing is, is this story was, was made to be parsed out over time. It was made to tell a longer-ended story. A lot of people disagree about that and say, you know, this isn't how Bond should be told that he should have, you know, one hit stories and one hit pieces and whatever. But as far as I know, Daniel Craig is the longest running Bond so far and probably one of the most popular. And I think we have to kind of look at that and say that that's part of that process. And some of the things we're going to go over right now about what's the cars that made the Craig era so huge um, you know, what was the ones that really defined him? And the reason that they defined it and the way they're going to go over it right now is because that was something that Bond took with him. That was part of Bond's legacy over the Daniel Craig era is, is that it had, you know, those monumental moments that just, you know, he took with him over time. So the thing is, I want to go over some the cars that made him famous, and we're going to go over just kind of piece two together things. I'm going to go do based on kind of the the big fame and what the ones that were kind of most notable, if you will. So the first one is the movie Spectre, and uh, that was the DB10. That was that car was really nice, but the car that really stole the show for me in that one was the 2010 Jaguar CX75. It's a 780 horsepower, thousand torque uh, concept car that they made with four electric motors. This was not a car that was going to be offered to the public. Bautista drove it, I believe, in the actual movie. Um, and it was something that they planned to release, but at the time, the demand for the electric hybrids was really low. It was also during a recessionary period. It was very tough. I was selling uh, Lambos at the time, so I knew exactly how difficult it was to kind of bring out one of these big models. They ended up selling a few of them. I know Leno has one, or at least I saw him with it, driving it, so... I was gonna. I'm gonna think that he still has it, but we'll see. Uh, he loves collecting the nice cars, so I'm sure it was something as cutting edge as that. I mean, he can't not go wrong with it. 
Uh, but yeah, that the CX75, even though, like I said, the DB10 was my choice of car for that movie, I really, the CX75 just was out of the park. So, so the next one was Skyfall, and that was really, that was the junk movie of the group. Uh, the really, the, it didn't have a lot of car stuff in it, which I consider that a huge fail. And it, I don't know about you, but, um, if you're going to be in a Bond movie, I think you should have a lot of those nice cars. Uh, but yeah, the only thing that I think even stood out a little bit for was the Jaguar XJ, um, which was a nice car. And they, they had that, I believe this, the police vehicles for that, which was the, um, whatever the, their secret service, basically system that they had, which was pretty cool. I like those XJs and nice cars. Uh, the next one was quantum of solace. And I know a lot of people want to go with the Aston Martin route, and I would love to, but the Alfa Romeo 159 that was just incredible. I hope you guys agree with me on that. That was just my car choice. I Alfa was kind of, I want to say a newer brand when Quantum really got its its thing, and it really was, it was having some difficulty taking off. And that's the thing is I wanted to see the Alfa really go you know get to that next level when the first chasing breaks open here's all the alfa romeo 159s out there it really excited me to see them and they're rolling top in with the uh with the jet with the uh, aston martin sorry and it was just i don't know that was just that was killer uh the next one was casino royale and that was the aston martin dbs v12 at the end of it he had all the stuff i mean there's so many nice cars in that movie. I mean, if if you're going to make a statement with the first movie to say, hey, what's going to get Primo on board with it? That is it right there. Uh, was they, All the nice cars. So Aston Martin DBS V12 was the casino car. So now we're going to go into the real, like the, I want to say the iconic stuff that really set him apart for this last movie. And uh, the no time to die cars, if you will. So what... What should you really be looking out for when you turn this movie on? These are the cars, and uh, and we're going to go a little bit into them so you can really just enjoy these. Number five, I'm going to go backwards five to one here. Number five was the Jaguar XF. Uh, Jaguars, they had a really cool, and I wish, I don't know if they still do it, or I haven't seen it in a while, but they had a really cool advertising campaign one time that said, it's good to be bad. And that has become such a staple for Jaguar when it comes to, especially the Bond movies. Uh, Jaguar just continued to show up in them. And it was something that was really cool about that, that they actually made that, that route, that they were in it. They made the fight. They were always, you know, I don't know if they were always bad guys. They had some of the, the, the good guy cars, if you will. But when Jaguar came out as the bad guy, they did not... Let up. They gave Aston a run for the money for this movie. I almost had thought, like, you know, the old Bonds, they jumped over to the BMWs. I thought for sure that was what we were going to get. We're going to get that flip moment where it's like, okay, that was it. You know, now we're over to the new era, and the new era is, you know, hey, this is this is Jaguar now versus um, Aston Martin. But I, I think Aston Martin is staple for Bond, so I don't think we can ever take that away from him. Uh, but number four, look out on the bridge scene I hope you guys who know what your cars saw the Maserati Quattroporte. It was an older version, but man, seeing that Trident logo, the way it shows in the film, like I said, I don't want to give too much away from it, um, but it was it was amazing seeing to have that that Quattroporte just fly over and you saw that. I was like, I knew what that car was the moment I saw it. it was It was unmistakable, but it was a very cool car, very old. 
and um yeah it's very exciting so um the next one number three i don't know if you guys jumped out at this but the land rover defender the land rover defender has just been a well-loved car for so long so many people dig this car and just they're so into it and i I, I, you can't not be into it. And when they started, rem- I remember it was actually working with uh, Range Rover dealership, Land, Range Rover Land Rover at the time. And you get calls all the time about people just, hey, the, the new Defender coming. When is the Defender coming? Uh, they were highly imported cars. There was a lot of story behind the whole Defenders and everything. So having that car come to the U.S. was great. But now to have it as the James Bond car, not only did it, become the james bond car but it became the real life 007 so there's only 300 of this limited edition v8 bond edition murdered out with 22 inch wheels this car is incredible tons of horsepower it is a very cool vehicle so like i said spot it in the movie um i like the idea that it is murdered out so it's a totally blacked out like car uh so yeah if you wanted to get one of the 300 i'm sure it's it's a not a cheap car by any means but uh, I definitely, I always think the Defender is a car that I would recommend to people just for the fun of it. But it, you, some of you guys are not Land Rover guys. I know that. So, and, you know, cars, there's a lot of SUVs now in the market. So if you don't think about it, you know, but being a limited edition, if you can get your hands on one, hey, check it out. If you if you get one, we can check out. I'm, I'm all for it. So number two, and this is the car that uh, the Nomi character drives. Um, the character, lady's name, um, Lashana Lynch. And I, we saw some interviews from her. I really like her as a person. I, I mean, Craig is obviously one of the funniest dudes out there. I, I just love his character. It's so funny they see him being the harsh Bond and then being his natural self, which is a lot more laid back and friendly and everything. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> it is really weird to see like these characters and they're both the same way. Like Lashana plays a very rough and rugged character in the, sh- in the, in the movie, but is she, I like her character. And the thing is, is the more you see her in real life and you actually talk to her in real life or see her interact in real life, it's so much cooler to know that she's the person that's that basically took over the moniker from Bond. Um, but yeah, that was the thing is, and it, it really, it really did well in the movie. So like you said, Jack, check it out. But she wrote an Aston Martin, uh, DBS super Legera in the movie. And that car just, wow, popped. It was amazing to see this car roll up and she has the nice, you know, glasses. She has the sunglasses, um, and very fashionable. That's something I don't know if we'll ever do this because we, we usually specifically focus on cars here, but I don't know. There comes a point when I think that we might want to consider doing something with um, with looking into the stuff. Like we're going to do sunglasses down the road. We've done that before. Um, Ferrari made some amazing sunglasses. I'm hoping that we're going to do something and we can kind of stretch this out and just be like, "Hey, it's it's in the movie. She's driving a cool car. You know, why not do the sunglasses stuff?" But I don't know. We've have some other shows that we might be adding to this channel. So. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, like I said, hit the like and subscribe button. Come on, guys. 96% of you guys aren't, aren't like, subscribed. What's wrong with you? All right, so go away if you got to go. But number one in the list, and, I mean, is there any doubt what this was going to be? The Aston Martin DB5. A little bit of history of this car. The first thing that happened, this is kind of Daniel Craig's magic moment when it came to 
uh, what Daniel Craig was going to be was him winning the first, uh, of, uh, I think it was Texas Hold'em at the time, or maybe it was when he was playing second again. They played a couple of different games, but definitely I think Texas Hold'em was huge back then, so it's probably the only game that really did. But uh, he, the guy put his car into the pot in Casino Royale, and the DB5 obviously won. He won that car back. Uh, it was bullet-ridden and blown up in 2012 Skyfall, so that was just pieces of it everywhere. Uh, people, it was something, I think somebody, I don't know why, because I remember seeing it, but it made a return in Spectre at the end of Spectre. So it was basically, um, a rebuilt car that, uh, Q had put back together for Bond. I don't know if there was, I can't remember the exact scene or how it was put together now, but I do remember him getting back in the car and then taking off with it. So the, the car made the return in Spectre in 2015, and uh, now, like I said, it comes back. Now it has Gatling guns, smoke screens, but that's the thing is, is about the DB5. The DB5 is just, it's one of those cars, it's all about classic look. It is a very classic Aston Martin, and it's a very classic and staple car for Bond, and I think that's something that a lot of these other Bonds didn't really, I don't, I don't want to say cater to. Let's see if I just stepped on my wire here. Uh, <laughs> that really didn't cater to, but they are the the Bond cars kind of shifted around with the other guys. But it was always that Aston Martin. Now, one car that I want to double back on too was that Bentley was actually the first car that Bond was known for driving. But that's the thing is, is I kind of it's the book Bond. So I kind of think about the movie Bond as being Aston Martin is always been aston martin even when I, they said the bmw stuff was there i was like aston's his car it's you know it, it's it's aston-esque you know like there's just so much history that he has with aston that made it kind of polarized to who james bond and 007 was and then if we came down to it and built to back to that was the idea that the DB5 was the car. So these other Bonds came in and they did some stuff with BMW. They did some other brands. They they did a lot of other stuff. Like, yeah, they were all over the place. But they that's the thing that Daniel Craig did was throughout the movies, the Daniel Craig Bond really did give a shout out or homage to, like I said, what would be the, the quintessential Aston Martin and an old school Aston Martin. So there was something really cool about daniel craig that was this forward you know the future of bond and what he would be kind of putting together some of the the old campy styleness of maybe the roger moore era and then kind of the you know the over top um i don't know how to say it what's his name sean connery that over the top stuff he just kind of left that behind and that was what i think really made it a solid brand that it became something that was kind of steeped in realism while allowed us to be able to play this character and play it over a long period of time while being loyal to the DB5, loyal to Aston Martin, allowing Jaguar, allowing Range Rover, Land Rover to be involved in this and just kind of making it explode out and get us all involved in this amazing story that got put together. I would love to be able to say where Bond will be in the future. I don't know where he'll be. I'm hoping that we'll be able to see. I hope the future for Bond is a future, that there will be a future for Bond movies in the world. 
Um, I don't know if you'll be driving electric, Aston. I hope that we'll have a little bit more time to kind of stuff some more movies in here or something. But um, that's the thing is, is I kind of think that there's a possibility that you know, in the current climate, the current way our world is, that there may be a point that Bond is just, this is it, you know, Bond is over and we're just going to have to push it up to the next thing. I, I don't know where it would go from here. But one thing about Bond that we have to kind of salute is the idea that Bond was um, somebody who was just as important to, I mean, if you want to say from the, the spy world, the firearms world, um, to the fashion, to the statements, to the suit, to the gentleman, to something that's stylized that, that kind of really, it just, it was old school when it comes to cars. Uh, and that was the thing is, is it really did accentuate being able to drive and make the statement that he did over a long period of time. And it, it was something that I don't think that many people are going to, I don't, I don't know if anybody will ever be able to recreate bond, uh, quite the way we've seen it so far. It's going to be a hard act to follow. The stories have all kind of been told. I don't think you can kind of reboot it. And I don't know where you go from here with a story. Um, and that's the other thing they've already said. There won't be a, a woman bond, but the idea of making a woman character that kind of fits into that and makes her own story. But we, you know, we've seen the black widows. We've seen this, this, some of the other stuff that has come out and it really hasn't accentuated the car side of things. And that I think is kind of unfortunate because I do love the, the black widow stories. I do love the, some of the stuff I think Charlize Theron did. It was one of my favorite movies. They had some of the other stuff, but it didn't really kind of sing to the car thing. This, gentleman aspect of being able to walk out get into a really cool car have a really dialed in you know tailored suit uh and putting your best foot forward that, that's just kind of something that didn't even didn't happen in um i can't remember that other spy movie the one with um it was the uk one or whatever the guys were all named after royalty or whatnot like lancelot and and that one uh man that's gonna bug me now because i can't remember the name of it but uh that was a movie like i said that movie just it really accentuated to the suits and the other stuff, but it didn't really cater to cars. And I think that's kind of the, I don't know, like you want to see more cars in more movies. And I know, I mean, I know at least I do. I hope you guys do. Um, I don't think you'd be on this channel if you wanted to see something for the wrong reasons, but I mean, I don't know. You tell me, <laughs> but yeah. So, so moving forward, like I said, that's enough for the bond stuff today. Go watch the movie, go enjoy the cars Look forward to hopefully something you know else in the future coming from Bond and definitely being some sort of Bond car thing, I hope. And I hope we're going to see, like I said, just with the car stuff, there's some stuff out there I think that's going to come out of this and you know, going to your local Aston Martin dealership and seeing somebody you know, bring out the DBs or you know, maybe one of you guys picking up something and saying, hey, this is, this is the next car. I, we see so many people today not just buying cars. Like a lot of times... You'd see a DB5, it would come in, it would be on the, the block, and it would disappear. And I'm sure that's kind of the scene. I haven't seen a lot of stuff out there, but I see a lot of the guys with the old 300 SLs, driving them out to car shows, showing them off, the luggage. The Oh, yeah, there's just something perfect, like an old wine when these things pull up that just, yeah, it just it's it's piece of art and history that are so important. So... Now we're in a world where people can buy some of these cars and they actually, t I wouldn't be shocked if somebody took that Land Rover Defender, the Bond 7, took that thing out, took it for a ride and 
and cruised around with it. So keep your eyes out for that. So, so yeah, this is the new face. Um, I'm hoping to have this stuff up on, um, I think it's the iTunes store or podcast or Spotify or all those different places. We're going to have, this is going to be something we're going to do over and over again. I want to have guests in the house. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have people on, uh, like zoom meetings and stuff like that. So we can talk to them. Hopefully have somebody in the studio, uh, I've been doing stuff a little bit earlier and that thing is, is my, my producer right now is not available, but they, they will be available later. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I didn't want to wait around. I want to get things running and put it out to you. So hit like, and subscribe. Um, if you're out there on, uh, whatever these other things, likes, follows, whatever you get, we do appreciate it. We're going to have more stuff from you. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I got about a minute here to go before we end up. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for all those guys, the people out there that have invited us to events, uh, allowed us to live stream. Uh, you're going to see a lot more, um, I guess, performance luxury is kind of what we've been put on here. But the thing is, is I don't want to forget the old stuff. I don't want to forget some of the custom stuff, the kit cars, all those crazy things that, that have made us big. We are not going to forget you. We're going to be down. We're going to be following you. And I hope you guys are going to be following us. So, uh, yeah, hit all those buttons. Uh, do what you need to do. Uh, this has been Primo. Um, very excited to start this new world with a society. And I hope you guys will enjoy, join it with us. So, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time on Carside Chat.